I am Marie. I'm Allison. And we are here to dive into high fidelity today and talk about our uh, our rom-com characteristics with high fidelity while drinking a couple drinks. We'll see if we can get the order correct this time. We've only been doing it for like 25 episodes, NBD. That's all right. I doubt it will happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although we had been drinking a little bit yesterday, so... Just a little bit. Yeah, we might be. We might be in a little bit better shape today. Um, High Fidelity. I had watched it ooh, when I was in college because my BFF really loved High Fidelity. Have you only seen it once before this or have you seen it a few times? No, once Just before once. this. And I didn't really care for it back then. And my opinion did not change. Yes. <laughs> Same. I have so many thoughts. I really don't like this movie. Same. <laughs> it was awful. It was another one where it's like pausing like, God, that's so long. How, How much, much more time oh is God. it? Yes. Yeah. I found myself chasing my toddler around while having the movie going on my phone. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go get a, a glass of water. I'll leave it running. I won't miss anything. Like that and kind of a thing. You probably didn't. Probably didn't. Um, I mean, it's a very well-known movie. People really like it. I think it's a cult classic as the, as they would say. Okay. Uh, came out in 2000 and I, as I say this, I realize it, it is indeed 20 years ago, but it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it looked like yeah. very far back in time. For sure. Um, starring John Cusack, Eben, Hijali. Sure. <laughs> Todd Luizo, Jack Black. I'm going to name all the ladies because there are a lot of ladies. There are. I'm going to Lisa Bonet, Catherine Zeta Jones, Joan Cusack, Tim Robbins. <laughs> yeah. Lily Taylor, Joelle Carter, and I think I got all the big ones. Okay. Oh, and directed by Stephen Frears, written by. Uh, Nick Hornby, D.V. DeVicentes, Steve Pink, John Cusack, and Scott Rosenberg. Lots of writers. I just realized that I forgot to say who directed and wrote Obvious Child the, uh, yesterday. That's all right. We can Twitter it. Okay. We could tweet it. Sorry. I'm tweet. still I'm still working on the lingo. Um, we can Twitter it. <laughs> <laughs> so the drink that we're pairing this with is a Chicago cocktail. And we got it from the website Cinema Sips. I had Google searched high fidelity after I researched things such as asshole, selfish, self-absorbed. The amount of times that I like, because my husband had guy friends over and I would come out and be like, God, I hate this movie. And then... I would just say stuff like, what a prick. And they would like hear me from the other room. <laughs> He's a complete asshole. He's the worst. Like maybe one of the worst men we've seen. Yeah. And we've seen some bad men. Yeah. Me, you and everyone we know doesn't count because that was just a whole other level. I just think everybody needed to be on psych meds in that movie. I don't <laughs> know if they were necessarily bad people. They just needed help. Oh, that one guy was bordering on a pedophile mm. site i blocked that guy uh so the chicago cocktail has brandy 
bitters, um, triple sack, and it's topped with champagne, which is kind of weird to me. I tasted the brandy just by itself. Our brother was drinking it on the rocks, which was very funny. Yeah. He's like, hey, can I just, can I try this? Could you guys care if I have glass? Sure. Uh, and I tried it and it, it didn't make me cringe. It was fine. I don't think I could drink a straight glass of it, but... I just think like the champagne topper with it doesn't seem to match. But Chicago cocktail, here we come. All right. Cheers. Yep, I'm right. I do not think those two liquors go together. It's a heavy hitter. We're yeah. going to be fucked up. It's it's disgusting as well. It's not the worst it's drink not, I've never had. It's not the worst. I just, I think I would like it better without the champagne. I mean, we could try that next if you would like Mm. i don't know we'll see okay but we will drink two of these our promise to you it's not like campari not like campari i also so i looked up laura cocktails yeah yeah and there was one but it had campari galliano and like one of the other ones we hated Ooh, in there i was no. like no cannot do this Mm-mm. not at all do you know what i did the other day speaking of alcohol that we did or did not like i went out and bought a bottle of cognac because i'm gonna make that bella pock drink because i oh, liked yeah. it so much it was good we think about the what's up doc drink mm. a lot but we need to find like smaller carrot juices yeah. smaller ginger like there, there's got it well I can order ginger syrup online because I ordered that lavender syrup and the mm-hmm. same people make the ginger syrup. So, but I wish they made carrot juice and like the little like pineapple juice cans, yeah. you know? Oh, I'll try Target. Maybe they do. Okay. So high fidelity. Give us our summary here. We, <sighs> this guy thinks that everything bad happens to him whenever something doesn't go right with a girl. And he keeps thinking, Oh, what's wrong with me? What did, you know, why did they dump me? And as his girlfriend is leaving him and as we find out more of how he is, you're like, yeah, of course she left you. You're a fucktard. So it's just him reviewing his life's relationships, trying to find out what went wrong in every single one of him, every single one of them. And shocker, it was him every time. He's the worst, except for Sarah, I suppose. But yeah, I agree. But that was like a rebound relationship to me. Yeah. So it's just basically him trying to sort out his love life, trying to figure out where he's going wrong and win back Laura, his girlfriend that left him at the beginning of the movie. I have a hard time coming up with anything unbelievable in this movie. His hairstyles, his clothing was bad. Like him being able to find dates like repetitively wearing what he wears. Yeah. Like it all started like, and I'm glad that they pointed it out. Like that outfit as Laura was leaving, he had on that huge blue shirt and it looked like he was wearing leggings with it. But I know it was black jeans, but it looked like leggings. Yeah. I was like, well, no wonder she's leaving. This movie made me hate John Cusack. Yes. And I typically like him. I know you were obsessed with him for a while. Yeah. What's the say anything? I've never seen that. Is that on this list? No, that's not on this list. Huh. 
Okay, because I've never seen that. And don't you really like that movie? I did. Okay. I don't know if it has stood the test of time. Maybe we'll throw it on after we do this list. Yeah. We got to do like an 80s teen one anyway. But I always have wanted to see this movie because everybody's like, oh, it's so good. And uh, it's not good. It's not good, guys. He has that Cosby sweater. I'm so glad Jack Black mentioned it because <sighs> I literally wrote down this striped sweater is horrible. And then Jack Black yeah. <laughs> said how bad it was. He was the highlight of the movie for me. I actually really liked Dick. Yeah. I thought he was probably the only person in this film that wasn't a trash bag human being. I thought he was very nice, just socially awkward. And I kind of liked, I felt bad for him a lot. I thought Dick and Barry were good. I thought Laura was okay. I don't know. I There was something about me that irked her. I, I mean, uh, with, you know, aside from her poor choice in men. Was it her bangs? No, I liked her bangs. I, I could, I think I did too. I really liked them. I actually wrote that down. Yeah. So, okay. I like it. There's not a lot of unbelievability. There are selfish people in the world. They can't hold down things. And I think like, I don't know. I don't know where to go with unbelievability with this. I have a few. Okay. Like, do people have really have that many significant breakups that they have a top five. I think that was his thing. Like he the was, top five. Yeah. He was all about making lists, but it was, he was all about making lists instead of like living or f- fixing himself, <laughs> becoming yes. a better, Hey, top five ways to become a better human being. There you go. Fucker. And it was okay. You So sorry. Finish your thought. No, it's Okay. I also thought it was unbelievable that a six hour relationship made it on his list. Yes. From I, whenever he was what? 14. 13? But I think cause it was the first girl to ever reject him. Oh, that was that I think is what the thing was with that. I thought John Cusack's hair was unbelievable. I thought him wearing that bandana around oh his head after he broke God. up with Charlie was unbelievable. Like, how did that make it into the movie? Oh no. Wear your leather jacket, wear whatever t-shirt, take the bandana off. You are not in a biker gang. No, he is not that hardcore. He is. He's not. He's not. Uh, I thought this pissed me off, but maybe it was because I just didn't like him at all too. Like the way he was organizing his records in that way where he was like biographical or autobiographical. (laughs) Oh, fuck yourself, dude. You think you're so important. He really does. Mm -hmm. That made me, and like, how would you find anything on that? And that was the one thing with Dick and Barry. Like they seemed to worship him a little bit. And I, yeah, I don't know if it's like, because he was so mean to him that they wanted his approval, but they were both such better people than he was. Yeah. Yeah. They were another unbelievable thought. This was the most amount of rain I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> there was so much rain. So much of Rob standing in the rain. It was and stalking girls. Very moody. It was Ugh. like reminiscent of Hugh Grant walking and nodding hell, except he was in the rain and typically just sitting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can understand why he was poor though. Like those guys were terrible at their job. 
Yeah. Very consistent rom-com people can like are terrible at jobs. They were terrible at their job. It looked like he had a really nice apartment for what he was doing, but I guess it's because he borrowed four grand from Laura. (laughs) But I don't know that four grand would be enough on a consistent basis to leave you in that nice of a place. At least cover four months of rent, I would say. In that time period. That's what I think. But yeah, that record store. Were people still smoking that much back in 2000? I don't think so. I thought that that was a very large health concern at that time and people were quitting. I I thought it was, some things were nostalgic. Like it, this movie made me miss phones a lot. Yeah. I loved how they were always calling. And yeah. You can hear the ringing. Like I missed phones. Oh, I talk on a phone all day. So you don't miss them. Do not. But I do. Um, making mixtapes. Mixtapes. I thought tapes. that was fun. One thing I did like about this movie was all of the music. Yeah. I liked all of the music in the background and how that kind of set the mood for everything, except for what he was DJing. That was awful. I hated it. He didn't really seem like the DJ type. Like, I don't imagine DJs as being like, oh, poor me. I have to go DJ at the club now. Yeah. Was that Dave Chappelle outside of the theater when he went to go see Marie DeSalle? Remember? I didn't notice. Okay. There was just a guy and I thought it looked like Dave Chappelle, but I forgot to check the credits because John Cusack asked him a question and he like nodded. I was like, Dave Chappelle wouldn't just do that. Would he like enter a movie for like 10 seconds, nod at someone and leave? I don't think so. Maybe it was just a guy who looked like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> or maybe he looked nothing like Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I, I I guess that's kind of all I have for believability, though. It was another movie that mentioned women's underwear. So close to Obvious Child that talked about underwear. Although this was about the fun part of relationships and having like fun lingerie and then have seeing like the boring cotton underwear. Yes. Which is all I have, by the way, except we established yesterday that they all have animals on them. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And today, no, no no animals. Actually, I have a very fun, like velvet. There you go. Burgundy. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Thanks. I, so we recorded obvious child yesterday. We skipped moonstruck. Oh, right. Cause we're doing that with a special guest. Yes. And we're recording high fidelity before, um, moonstruck. So things are a little bit out of order for us. It's Uh, like our lives. That's fine. Yeah. This is going to be like a super short episode. I just, yeah. And it's not going to be like a fun one where we can like dump a whole bunch of shit on it just because it's so depressing. Like this movie, I hated it. I really didn't like it. This was borderline 500 days of summer bad for me, except I laughed more in five days, 500 days of summer. Yeah. I chuckled at one part in this movie. What was it? It was when Tim Robbins comes and visit the music store and they do that. He does his like fantasies. Of yeah. What he would like to do with that them. was the only time I laughed too. That's really funny. So, cause I really liked that. I'm just going to text Bernard and tell him to make the second drink because yeah, we're going to get out in like a half hour. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I did take a lot of notes. I took more notes than I did with obvious child. 
I do have some things that I definitely want to talk about. Okay. Do they have to do with one of the categories or you just want to talk about them? Mm, no. I don't think any of them have to do with the categories. Should we save them for the end or should I just throw them in right now? Let's go. Okay. First, I wanted to talk about Jack Black. Maybe this could deal with believability. Why was his hair always looking wet? Did you notice that? I did not notice that. His hair always looked wet. Greasy? Could it have been just grease? Maybe he's like grungy. I don't know. I also really want to talk about him meeting up with Penny because that was really distressing. How he treated her was disgusting. And then to actually blame her for what happened. Yeah. He rewrote history a lot in his head. The fact that she was 16, because for some reason I had the idea that they were in college and like, he, so did I, I thought they were in college too. And he broke up with her because she wouldn't have sex with him, but she was 16, but she was 16 and how he said it. Yeah. What's, what's the point? It never goes anywhere. I know. Like, have you seen yourself? You are not a prize. No. And she was beautiful. Uh, she was beautiful and I didn't get how she was on the list because like this list was of women who treated him wrong and she didn't treat him wrong. She just didn't have sex with him. That's it. Right. So like the way he rationalized it was she was on that list because after they broke up, she slept with someone else. I'm having a random thought. Let's go. I wonder if ginger ale would go with this. Like instead of champagne. Maybe, but there's only diet ginger ale here. Ew. I know it's disgusting. That's terrible, but I bet you it would accent the taste in such a way. Cause I like the fizziness of the champagne. Do you? I do, but I don't like. It's getting better. It is. As, as I drink it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, then, back to Peg. Pe- Penny. Penny. And then she yells at him. Rightfully so. I don't understand why she decided to meet with him in the first place. Maybe she wasn't expecting an apology. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe she fantasized that he had become a raging alcoholic and he was going through the steps and apologizing to people that he hurt. That happened to me once. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Somebody had to apologize to me. A man. Was it <laughs> a man? A man. <laughs> was it um Ransom? Were you expecting it? No. <laughs> did you forgive him? I said I did because I had moved on and I was with my husband. <laughs> That's weird. It was so weird. Yeah. So that was fun. Not really. Okay. But uh, I could understand fantasizing about it because you do feel like you've won. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a little bit of like reward in it for you when that happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just robs such an asshole. He's just so toxic. And when he goes to sleep or, or when he sleeps with Marie DeSau. Yeah. He completely manipulates her mm-hmm. and then explains how he's manipulating mm-hmm. her like he's aware of what he's doing he's like pretending to be somebody else yes to just have sex with her yeah and i i don't know if it's narcissistic personality if it's him being a psychopath or 
I just think he can't get his own head out of his ass. Like he just thinks the world of himself and he thinks that he's a victim to everything. He stopped maturing at about the age of 12. Yes. And he is still there. Yes. Now maybe he is starting to pull himself out. Whenever, um, Laura said no to him, whenever he proposed or whatever the fuck that was, I was like, yeah, he's not a safe bet. That is correct. Don't marry him. When he at like, I think it was about a a half hour, maybe 25 minutes left in the movie. Mm -hmm. So that would mean there was like 19 minutes left in the movie because there was a lot of credits. It was the best part of this movie. Whenever you texted me, there's six minutes of credits. I was like, thank God. Yeah. He gives a list um, about Laura that he loves, like his top five things about Laura. Yeah. And I thought that was cute. And I thought that was him starting to grow up a little bit. I did like his list of what he liked about her, but I just feel like it's not enough to make up for. No, it's not enough. He lived his entire life like faking stuff almost. I think so. To make himself come off a certain way, even if it was just to himself. Yeah. And he made out every woman. Now the one woman he didn't make out to be bad was Charlie. And she was the worst. But then he says later after he meets with her that she's terrible. It's not that, I mean, she was just really flaky and flighty. Are those two the same things? I don't know. No, I don't don't think so. Okay. Well, that's what I thought of her. She was gorgeous. I didn't know how I felt about that weird outfit she was wearing with the dinner. I loved it. You did? Yeah. I went back and forth. I mean, she looked fantastic in it. Mm Mm-hmm. All of the women's hair in this, I really liked. Yeah. And Laura always had like those kind of careless. But they looked so good. Updos. Yes. They looked really nice. The only hair that I didn't really like, Joan Cusack's hair did not look good. (laughs) Yeah. It was weird. It was strange. Shout out to Joan Cusack, though. (laughs) Shout out to Joan Cusack. Your hair was terrible, but we love you. Yes. Yes. Uh, it kind of made me want to watch School of Rock a little bit because Jack Black and Joan Cusack are both in that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that movie. I do too. I really like Jack Black. So I guess Laura wasn't exactly innocent because she told Joan Cusack all of that story. Wait, no, but you, wait, are you saying that it wasn't true? No, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying she also manipulated the circumstances. Did she? Or was she just, I mean, she's talking to a mutual friend and I think she's venting. But she only told part of the story. Like he didn't know she was pregnant. And he, she told Joan Cusack that he He, forced her to terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. She brought up the looking around for other people. That was a shitty story though. Like both sides. They're both manipulating each other. It's a toxic relationship. And guess what? They got back together. I think if they have a kid, it's going to be great. Although they're, well, like, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you want to move on to obstacles so we can talk more about that? I mean, obstacles, just being a trash human being. Things. Yeah. He's the worst. That's being completely self-centered, having no future, having no goals, no ambitions, no goals, only wanting what you can't have. Yeah. Whenever that Caroline lady showed up at the end, I was like, come on, man. I thought that 
he was going to then dump Laura. And- mm-hmm. Me too. I thought that that was coming for sure. Yeah. And I was just ready for it. And it didn't happen. Hey, fun fact. That was Natalie Wood's daughter. Really? Mm-hmm. She was very pretty. Yeah. I liked her hair too. I hated her outfit. Her uh, outfit was terrible. She was wearing like that celestial tube top with like a black shrug that was furry. That's right. I kind of <laughs> liked it. Did you like I it? I did. I did. It was very 90s in such a good way. How, how, how's it going over there? What you doing? I don't know. I just have my hand on my shirt. It just it reminds me of uh, Nick feeling the top boob. Um, oh, oh, a new uh, girl. Jess, a new girl, just puts it on her chest. I gotta watch that last season. It's really good. I liked it. I love New Girl. I have to finish my Crazy Ex Girlfriend first, and then I'll start. I didn't new know girl. you watched that. Do you like it? I did not like the first two seasons, but I really liked the last two. And it there's got, four. It so. Got, oh, <laughs> so it's half good. I it got a lot of attention. But I just never started it, so... Some of the songs that they sing, like, I thought it was going to be, like, Glee, where they sing and redo songs, but... They like, make up? They make up new songs for each episode, and some of them are are pretty good. I didn't know that it was, a, like, a singing show. Mm-hmm. There's, I would say, one to three songs per episode. Sometimes mm. one, sometimes more than that. Yeah. I'm watching Killing Eve, which you're aware of. Yeah, and I love that show. It's really good, but we've hit a stop just because I have to watch it with James. Like we can't watch it without each Mm -hmm. other. So then I started watching the act, which is really good, but it's terrible, you know? Right. Heavy. It's very heavy. heavy. All right, guys. So we're back. We found, not that you knew we were gone. It'll be second, a second for you guys. Like you didn't miss anything. We fi- figured out why Bernard has to make the drinks because Marie, I'm sorry, Allison and I <laughs> just made our own drink for like the first time ever on this podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and it's really not as good as when Bernard makes it. Bernard well, fell asleep. so Which is fine. I just, whenever recipes say a dash, a dash dash what the hell a dash of triple sack and then it it was a dash of bitters but then i was doing it in a joking way so it kept going on the counter (laughs) and not in the cup so i compensated and it's real bitter it is the drink looks like an orange crush pop (laughs) that's how many bitters are in it right now maybe i put in more than a dash (laughs) it's probably half a shot worth maybe that's why bernard makes the drink separately because i was like let's not waste time let's (laughs) it's so bitter it is so bitter is it weird that it doesn't bother me no, if that's it, that's your taste buds. That's your taste buds. Were you bothered by the spelling of Anna? Oh my god. If you god. guys don't look at subtitles in you movies, need to. you're really messing out. Like you need to start reading your movies. It's worth it. Plus, sometimes like especially if they're getting hot down and dirty, like the the what am i looking for sexual moans yes like how they describe the sex and the noises that are happening great so 
Anna, who starts going out with Dick. Anna, you would think A-N-N-A. Even A-N-A. But no, it is spelled A-N-N-A-U-G-H. She can go fuck herself. Anna. That's pretentious. Very. I can guarantee you that her parents did not name her that. Did we finish with obstacles? Mm, Yeah. He was a dick. I think that's pretty much it. And yeah, he's a dick. I think we're on chemistry. Um, I... I think the main chemistry was with the record shop boys yeah, and not with the women. Like, I know he spends time with Laura. He spends time with Marie. But I, I just... It, nothing, like, was compelling for me. I don't know. Lights just went on. Lights went on outside the window and I'm a little creeped out. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. It, nothing compelling to me either. Like... Towards the end, when him and Laura were a little bit more lovey-dovey and she would give him a hard time, I saw it a little bit more. But I thought for the entirety of the movie that she was way out of his league and he was just running the catch-up. But I think every single woman that he dated was out of his league. Yeah. Maybe except for Sarah. Yeah. Who seemed to have some mental problems. <laughs> and she needed some help. She needed some help, as we all do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't figure out how I recognized her. Like, I know she's been in a bunch of stuff. And then I saw that she was in... The Haunting. The Haunting with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm-hmm. And it all made sense to me. Yeah. I don't know why I love that movie. I don't know why you love that movie either. It's great. Maybe it reminds you of your childhood. I think Your misspent youth. I watched some weird-ass movies whenever I was a kid. Like, for a while, I was really obsessed with Volcano... Ew. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. also Tremors. I'm still obsessed with Tremors. All six of them. <laughs> yeah, there's six now. <laughs> waiting waiting for the seventh. They need to bring Kevin Bacon back into them. <sighs> that would make your life. Even if they could bring back Fred Ward, that would make my life. Because he was out after number two. Oh, that's crazy. I know. But Bert. Uh, uh, fuck. What's his real name? I and know it's he- Mike Gummer. I think that's his name. No, that's I'm mixing his. It's Bert Gummer, but I can't think of his. I no. know who you mean. Though. Okay, he's the one been who in- was married to Reba McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, he's been in all of them. Okay. Um, I also was really into where did the start the haunting, and then what was the one with Famke Jansen, and um, they're trapped in that mansion where the doctor performed weird oh, surgeries oh um that is that the haunting of hill house or it might be the haunting of hill house that movie scared me but i couldn't stop watching it but i'm pretty sure it was the first time i was introduced to marilyn manson because he was in the soundtrack and i think that might be why i watched it i hated how the ghosts moved in that like, like that, that real jerky, jerky like sometimes fast sometimes slow like yeah i that makes me uncomfortable me too chemistry i didn't find any jack black was great jack black was great dick was okay as long as he wasn't wearing a dark crew neck t-shirt underneath a white (laughs) v-neck that was i was just gonna say whenever we watched roadhouse what the hell were up with some of patrick swayze's because he had a white crew neck with a sleeveless v-neck 
beige sweater thing. It was like a sweater vest maybe, but he was wearing it over like an undershirt. I don't know if you can picture that one. I like have a vague recollection of it, but pretty sure he put like a blazer over it too. (laughs) That sounds house on haunted hill. That's what it was. Thank you. Um, you can't badmouth anything in Roadhouse, guys. If you haven't watched Roadhouse, you really need to get on it. Isn't it? It's, you said it's on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix right now. It just came, I think, last month. And I, I can never not watch Roadhouse if it's on. Well, so it's been talked about for a very long time that I had never seen Roadhouse, neither had James. And both Marie and Bernard were always on our asses about it. So I text Marie at like 1030 at night saying mm-hmm. we have big news for her. 1027 PM. Wow. That's very specific. Yes, it is. And she asked what it was in the morning. And I said, I wait, we had to wait to tell her in person. And I said, you're either pregnant or someone had like picked up our podcast and we're going to get paid for it. I just wanted to tell her in person that I had finally watched Roadhouse and, uh, so whereas I'm happy they watched Roadhouse, <laughs> I'm not as happy as I would have been if I was getting paid to do a podcast and that was my job now. Yeah. In hindsight, I feel like I did a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but loved Roadhouse. We all learned an important lesson with that text and it was don't aim as high when <laughs> Allison says she has big news. That's true. <laughs> that is true um yeah so how about at the funeral when liz tells him that it's not all about him perfect because she said he said guys don't just act like i'm not here act like you're talking about someone else and she said yeah we are talking about someone they were talking about laura yeah and he, he needed to make it about him he needed to make everything about him he made his ex's dad dying about him mm-hmm. He's fucked up. Now, granted, she did leave her dad's funeral to have sex with him and tell him that she's moving back in because she's too tired not to move back in with him, (laughs) which is always what I want to hear in grand gestures. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, And that whole sex scene, I was like, what is happening? And I like can get it i i get it personally funerals for me i want nothing to do with it like i don't even want to touch anybody no like i could see where she's coming from like she wants to feel something else yeah i get that it's just with him (sighs) you know he's not a good sex giver and he even said that. He's definitely a selfish lover. He's probably like three thrusts done, goes to sleep. <laughs> what did you think about him and Marie's one night stand? I was glad it was a one night stand for her. But other than that, I didn't really like, I couldn't fathom why she showed up at the record store to see him. Yeah. I just thought it was completely ridiculous. I thought he like hung out at her apartment for way too long. I feel like she invited that though. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He was just chilling out on the couch, smoking a cigarette. Like she got dressed and I was like, shouldn't you just be gone by now? (laughs) 
Um, she was way out of his league. Lisa Bonet is so gorgeous. All of these women were out of. Well, we already touched yeah. upon that. Yeah. Um. So moment they fell in love because I feel like we're done with chemistry. chemistry. I, there was no chemistry. Like, I I I love movies where like. Do you ever feel like sometimes whenever you watch like a really good like rom-com and like the characters get together and kiss and you have like almost like a little butterfly whatever yeah. and it's been a very long time since I've watched a rom-com and that's happened you know mm-hmm. I feel like Harry when Harry met Sally was like the last time that that happened for me well it was definitely not Sabrina what about what's up doc yeah you're right it was that one that was after when Harry met Sally yeah what's up doc was yeah train rack no but i do love bill hater yeah but she was just so like another at the beginning i think yeah yeah. but i thought that her turnaround was much better than john cusack i don't even know his character's name in the movie it's rob it's rob gordon okay thank you you know i have trouble with that i know so i think that (laughs) Amy Schumer's character development was better than Rob's development. Yeah. It's just still, it's really hard for me to work out this list in my head. What do you mean? Like how some of these are rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have deemed this a rom-com. I don't know what I would have deemed it though. Like a drama. Do you think it's, but do you think it's like a drama? I guess there's death in it. I don't know. It's not a comedy. Like, I don't... I don't know. You know what's really hard? What the fuck is the iconic scene? Uh, Oh, boy. I have a thought. Wait, we didn't say when they fell in love. They fucking didn't. They don't love each other. He only loves himself. I can't really see him being in love either. Like, and her, like, I'm too tired not to be with you. Like, granted, she was, like, pushing him at the end to do better. But was she pushing him to do better for him or for her? Probably her. Both. But, yeah. Like, because I don't think she... Yes. Because that was a big thing of hers. Like, he had no goals, no ambitions. Yeah. Do you know who really likes this movie? No. George. Why? I think it's a music thing, but apparently it's, like he just really likes it oh he should have been on this one i know fuck george needs to get on this podcast shout out to george hi george we miss you george um so the iconic scene the only thing that i can think of and it's because i genuinely liked this scene was the tim robbins thing but it didn't have any of the ladies in it no it didn't but I feel like it's just like it, like you do. If there was a poster, it would just be them, like the three dudes hanging out in the record store and John Cusack in his terrible clothes smoking a cigarette, <laughs> which can't be good for the records, by the way. Oh, I don't know. I remember in the beginning, he was like buffing a record or sanding one. Yeah. I didn't know what he was doing, but it's I like assume brushing it's, a, it? it's a thing. I don't know. That's true, though, that you're not supposed to stack them. Uh, horizontally you're supposed to keep them vertical i see as the iconic scene and i don't know if this would make sense like him standing on the street as Catherine zeta jones looks down on him from the window 
and like Marco shows up in the background just because it like, was it raining then? Of course it was fucking raining then. Was it raining? I think it was raining then. And it was also raining whenever he was doing it to Laura and Tim Robbins. Yeah. I choose that as the iconic scene because like he's holding these women up so that they're rejecting him. He's down there. She's looking down on him. So like he's still kind of the center of things, but she's being led away by another man to say. So it's like not his fault. I thought it was really strange that Catherine Zeta-Jones was in this. Why? Because she was such a little character. Like, she wasn't in it a lot. And I feel like at that time she was... Was she, though? 2000? I think so. The Mask of Zorro was out then, and I fucking love that movie. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I don't think I ever watched that movie all the way through. What? I don't think I've ever seen The Mask of Zorro all the way through. I had the biggest thing for antonio banderas he was so hot as zorro yeah so yeah chicago traffic that's all around 2000 Mm -hmm. yeah the mask of zorro entrapment which for some reason i loved i don't ask me why i i don't know um yeah those are all within three years of each other okay uh, America's Sweethearts, awful, but also around that time. The Haunting, 1999. So I stand corrected. She was in the height of her heyday. She was. She was in The Phantom? That's interesting. I don't remember. The the Phantom with Alec Baldwin? Billy Zane. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you should be. No, what, what was the one with Alec Baldwin? It wasn't The Phantom. I don't know what you're talking no. about. Alec Baldwin was in The Departed? I don't remember. I never saw The Departed. So, did they stay together? No. Absolutely not. He ends up alone with lung cancer. I, 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 alone with his lung cancer. I don't in know. In his records. If she's too lazy to like try to move on from him. That's really bad. I know that people don't want to be alone, but that's like really bad. Like if she gets pregnant, that child is doomed. Oh yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. I feel like we have to finish the drinks before we end the podcast. So if we're not finished with these drinks by the time that the podcast, we're just going to be chatting about stuff. We're just going (laughs) to chat. Just going to chat. Yeah. Do you have any random facts? No, there were like, shockingly enough, the facts for this movie were just as boring as, as the, the movie, movie itself. Whenever I saw it was a hundred, like an hour and 53 minutes, I was like, God, why? Yeah. But maybe it was because it, we just went from like an hour and 24 to like an hour and 53. How about the, like that dinner party they went to? This is like my <sighs> final thoughts. It looks so boring and the food did not look like there was enough of. I bet you she's a vegan. Like, if she was a real person and it was today, she would be a vegan. You know what we didn't talk about? How awesome Chicago is. I love that movie. Oh, you mean the city. Both. Do you like the movie? I love the movie. Yeah, I really love that movie. Did I thought you bought the soundtrack for me for my birthday. I don't remember. At a really inappropriate age. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> 
but I love that movie. There was so much sex. I remember like watching the opening scenes as a twelve year old when she's like having the affair with like the de- with yeah what what Fred the, the, so, yeah Fred or the, he's a salesman of yeah some sort. and I was like oh boy this is embarrassing but <laughs> but then like peeking through your fingers at yes it. I love that movie though it is a very good movie mm-hmm. I don't mind this drink as much right now again. Are you drunk? I don't know. But I don't mind it as much as I did when we first started drinking it. Maybe it just needs a little watered down to make it okay. Can you drink any drink on the rocks? No. I can't either. I need mixers or I need like a combo of flavors. But I feel like that's so badass to have like something on the rocks. Like going up to the bar and being like, can I have gin on the rocks? Like I feel like I would have so much crud. If I did that. Do you really need cred? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, but Chicago as a city is great. A lot of grass there, surprisingly. I've never been. It's fun. Good yeah, food Bernard too. loves it. Yeah, it's really fun. And there's a lot, like with a kid, there's so much to do with a kid. They have a giant free zoo. I love the zoo. I love the zoo too. Every new place that we go to, we go to the zoo. So the next movie on the list. You're cutting me off from my chatting. No, I still haven't finished our drink. I'm just trying to keep it movie related. Okay. The next movie is Knocked Up. I don't think I've actually seen that all the way through. I know James loves that movie, I think. I've never seen it. I've never seen even like a piece of it. I know Katherine Heigl is a real big bitch in real life. How do you know that? That's what they say. But you don't know that. Mm. But I like Seth Rogen. I wonder if Paul Rudd's in this movie. It's been too long <sighs> without a Paul Rudd sighting in these movies. Oh, I wonder if Wonderlust is a rom-com. Because I was actually just talking about that movie with somebody else. Because he has one of those scenes where he talks to himself in the mirror. And <laughs> fuck. James always talks about it. Uh, and quotes it. Because it's... Like they go to this like swingers camp or something. Oh, okay. And he like talks himself up like he's going to have sex with this lady. And he like is talking to himself in the mirror and he goes, I'm going to have sex with my dick. And he keeps like saying dick. And so James always says dick like dick. I think that's a that I think that's a rom com comedy romance. There you go. We'll do that one of these days. I've never seen it. I've never seen it the other way through. I've just seen that. Uh, I actually part. can't stand Justin Theroux. Really? Yeah. He doesn't bother me. I don't love him, but I don't hate him. I think it goes back to his Sex in the City days. Ooh, that was bad. Yeah, I hated him in Sex in the City. Exactly. Yeah. And then it just carries over. Yeah. I can see that. I think he's a weirdo in real life. What's my basis for that? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I just think he's a weirdo. You know what I love to do? I love to judge people on what's outside. (laughs) I love to to just get in there and make assumptions about people I don't know. So I think this is about it, right? Marie, you have a solid like two inches. Oh, watch this. I'm, I'm impressed. That's it. You finished before me. Yep. So join us for our next movie. Guys, we're in, we're halfway through. 
Yeah, we are this halfway. This is the halfway there. point. Yeah. And we're still not famous. Help us, please. <laughs> please rate, review, subscribe. Even if you never listen to any of them, just subscribe. Just subscribe. It's fine. That's all we want. We just want subscribers. We do. Even if, like, you know, just give us a little, just move that dot on the bar all the way to the right just to get us out of your feed, but it looks like you're actually playing us. That's what I do for us. That's what I do for me to get us a play. Aurora, United States. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us so much. I don't know who we know in Aurora, United States. Hang on. I'm looking it up. I think that's actually by Chicago. I want to say it's by Chicago. I do know like two or three people in Chicago. So if you are in Aurora and you've been listening to us, please tweet at us, rate if you let us know who you are oh just kidding it's in colorado so colorado (laughs) (laughs) we were wrong um thank you thanks we appreciate this very cool yeah i like what you're doing with those mountains i want to go to i want to go to colorado those two drinks in a very short amount very short amount of time so um this movie i give it two out of five stars yeah it's not as disgusting as some of the other ones we've watched but it's not funny it's not a rom-com hey actually we got 17 from chicago so So, thanks chicago and i hope you enjoy us talking about this movie that was based in chicago even though we didn't like it however this movie was originally based in london from the book by Nick by Nick Hornby. Okay. So it's not your fault, Chicago. Chicago, you're the greatest. I love you. And there's, that there's I did that. I know you did. <laughs> I, I went I yelled, James, get a picture of me flicking my bean. <laughs> and then I flicked the bean. So don't watch this movie. You're don't. not missing anything. It's not worth the hype. The music's good, but that's it yeah so get the soundtrack if anything um until next time for knocked up rate review subscribe let us know how you feel about us even if it's negative we'll just cry a little bit and cheers. cheers